Stephen Jill here. Hi. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from the Valley of the Sun. Today's Jack Thursday, and I'm going to talk about starting your day with tiny little successes. I read an article, well, I'll save it for the show. Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our uh, members on the landinvestors.com online community. It's free. And uh, check us out on Discord if you're a member. There's tons of uh, amazing information being exchanged there. And don't forget to subscribe on the Land Academy YouTube channel. Comment on the show as you like. Michael wrote, update, semicolon. I have, or colon, excuse me. Update, colon. I have completed my second mail campaign. My first mail campaign was 3,500 units and yielded one deal. My second campaign was 3,700 pieces of mail and has yielded one viable deal so far. I'm worrying about putting together my third campaign, working. but I'm wondering. He's, uh, working. Oh, I'm working on putting together my, <laughs> my third campaign, but I'm wondering if these results are typical. Yes. By the way, I use a funding partner, so I basically just recovered mailing costs after deal splits. How much are you guys mailing to make this business work? I've, I want to add one thing. Getting a deal right out of the gate is perfect. I think that's really good, especially being brand new. As you get going, you're going to get more deals. And A. And B, as you get going, mailer number one, you're going to get calls from that six months from now, nine months from now. So it's it's out there now. There's going to be more coming back from it. My only concerns are answer the phone and, and, uh, and look at them. Really look at them. Make sure you're not kicking... Sometimes people kick too much to the curb. Go. I need proof of concept for everything I do. Right. And you just achieved proof of concept for yourself. It works. You bought some property. Uh, you sold it. You recovered your costs. You found a funding partner. You got yourself all set up. All the stuff that's involved in setting up a business, you're past all that. It's time to start doing bigger deals. Uh, you can do it. You know, and if you're just recovering mail costs, you're probably buying for a thousand, selling for three thousand, and then splitting the difference. So, how about you buy for thirty thousand? Now you're using a funding uh, partner anyway. Right. Buy for thirty and sell for ninety. You're gonna make up all your. You're gonna you know triple your costs uh, in one deal that cost you the whole year. <laughs> it's a, it's an interestingly worded because um, there's a this yielded a lot of response in Discord. And everybody, starting with uh, Kevin Farrell, the monitor said, congratulations, you're doing it. Right. Yeah. What's the <laughs> so, problem? Yeah. Like, yeah. like don't try Do to find again. something wrong. Just just start doing bigger yeah. deals, maybe larger mailers. Um, Keep going. Obviously, where you're sending mail may not be the place to buy for 30 and sell for 90. Mm -hmm. So look for another place. Mm -hmm. Check out Chapter 3 in Land Academy 3.0 and how, see how we troll for new markets. Today's Jack Thursday, and I'm going to talk about starting off your day with a small success. This is why you're listening. I came across an article, I think it was in Ford, Ford's, uh, Fortune, Forbes, possibly Entrepreneur Magazine um, on the internet. And I signed up for all this stuff because we talk on Thursday, about on the Thursday call about what's going on in the market. And so there's an article in there about how they interviewed, somebody interviewed extremely successful people like Elon Musk and really crazy multi-billionaires. And they all said every single day 
all of them, without exception, said some version of this. Oh yeah, I wake up in the morning and I have to win at something. Sometimes it's making the bed. Sometimes it's reorganizing your junk drawer. Sometimes it's cleaning up uh, your inbox. That's the first thing you do. It's one of the first things I do when I go to work is I clean out the inbox if there's anything in there at all. Get rid of all the stuff I don't care about. There's usually three, four, five emails that I care about. I address those or I schedule them out. And so I stare at an empty inbox maybe 20 minutes into my workday and I pat myself on the back. Um, subconsciously pat myself on the back like, yeah, I'm getting stuff done. Mine's a gym. Yeah. Perfect, Jill. Mm-hmm. That's a huge win. Mm-hmm. And it's not. And I have and to get all the way in the morning. Yeah. You know what's funny about that one for me? It's it's a win and it's therapeutic. Not just physically, but you know what I mean? Mentally, I don't have to think about anything. So continue down that path. I would highly re- you know recommend that you stare at Outlook like we all do, everybody. And it tells you what you're going to do that day. Mm-hmm exactly when you're going to do it, what meetings you're going to have, what title companies you're going to call, when you're going to interact with your transaction coordinator if you have one. Uh, and uh, pretty soon, you know, a couple straight weeks of that, you're going to be done by, you're going to be twiddling your thumbs by 11 in the morning or 10 in the morning even. You know what I do along these lines? Like, yeah, I want to win in every day too, but I also want to um, get the stuff I hate out of the way first. So and for me, that's a big win. Like if I say, all right, I put this off until now and I get in today and like, I'm going to rewrite this whole email campaign, whatever it is. It's going to take me three hours. I know it. And then I'm like, then I really win on those things. And now it's lunchtime and I, boy, did I kill it. And then I have a few little things left to do and I'm like floating. You know what I used to do? Uh, I don't do it anymore because I have Jill, but I'm not a phone person. I'm not. That's the sales part of me is just not. I can do it. Uh, but I don't like it. So what I used to do is force myself right when I got into the office. Um, I did this when I was an accountant. I did it uh, in every job that I've ever had is I get on the phone with somebody. I call somebody, you know, not Jill or I, I, but I'll call somebody, make a call, a business related call. And it gets me over that. Oh, I talk to people on the phone again today. I'm very lucky now. I don't have to do any of that stuff. Jill mm-hmm. does it. I'm trying to give other successes. Um, it's great when, uh, you show up and people bought your property. That's <laughs> sometimes you don't have to, sometimes you don't even have to do it yourself. Like think about this. You want to start your day off with a small success. Just wake up and see money in your bank account. Cause someone checked out. That's nice. Or you get an email that says, Hey, we're closing early. That's nice. <laughs> Boy, I'll tell you, I used to do that too. I don't do it anymore, but just, uh, open your bank account in the morning and that'll put a smile on your face if everything's going right. That's a really, it's kind of a big success. Yeah. So awesome. Happy you could join us today. Five days a week, you can find us here on the Land Academy Show. Tomorrow's Jill Friday. She's going to talk about how to wing it on the phone with sellers if you're not exactly 100% prepared. None of us are. She's not 100% prepared. No. This is a massive compliment. I, I wrote this, uh, we were talking about this show, this, this title of the show earlier. And uh, I wrote this, and while I'm writing it, I'm like, God. She feels just afraid of nothing when it comes to this kind of stuff. Thanks. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. I'm trying to think what fears I do have. What are you afraid of? Um, nothing in business. Nothing. Uh, yeah. Nothing money related. Nothing uh, relationship related. Um, I'm afraid of our children sometimes. Yeah, that's a good but one. But I can't. You can't show fear like that. 
No, no, they they can smell they, it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's not. I'm afraid. I'm not really afraid of anything. I just don't. There's a lot of stuff I don't like, and that list gets bigger as I get older. Sometimes I'm afraid of you driving really fast. Oh, really? Yeah, I get a little afraid that. of that. Yeah, I always thought you, you were a faster driver than me. Well, yeah. Well, I'm not in control. Mm. See, there's a little difference. So I just bought there. an Acura NSX. Yeah. And I went 145 miles an hour. That was fun. Okay, so that, that one was not okay. that kind of... You know what? Because you know what? That car's okay. Maybe in a 63 Stingray is a little different. Oh, yeah. Or in an RV. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's cool. That's why like, he's like barreling down a mountain <laughs> oh, in the geez. RV. I'm like holding on. Oh, I see what you're saying. So, yeah. Yeah, I always slow down when you tell me. Well, and then sometimes when I'm not there and you're on a motorcycle, that scares me a little bit. Oh. Because I know you're used to dragging me, and that scares me. So I think that I think you jump back into that mode, and I'm sure I do it to you too. Well, in some ways, I hope. Please answer truthfully. I always slow down when you ask me to. That's true. Okay, good. That's, that is that's, very true. Thank you. <laughs> Got it. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you find our content valuable, and we really appreciate your support. If you haven't already, don't forget check out our YouTube channel and hit the subscribe button. And if you remember, don't forget get on Discord. Can't say that enough. We're, We're Jack, Jack and Jill. Jill. Information and inspiration to buy undervalued property.